Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today Members Podcast on Friday, 8th of December. I am away on a motorbike tomorrow. I'll be checking in. Oliver will be helping me write strategy next week. But we have been very busy in the last 48 hours. In fact, this week, making changes to our long-term growth portfolio. More of that in a minute. It looked like a good night in the US last night. Dow up 63, Nasdaq up 1.37%, S&P 500 up 0.8%. Looked like a good night, but it was all down to two movements. One of them was the 5.3% bounce in Google or Alphabet as they announced the Gemini AI engine to take on ChatGPT and OpenAI. And the other was AMD, which put out guidance, which has significantly increased thanks to the demand for AI chips. Net result, tech was up, but that was about it in the US last night. Futures this morning were down 15. And despite the Woodside-Santos merger news, they're not merging, they've just talked about a merger. They say it's 5% complete so far. They've had in-person meetings. So despite that news. That's an $80 billion merger if it happened. Santos is up 6.4%, but Woodside is down 1.9%. But despite that, M&A possibility, our market down 21 today. So really failing to follow through. Gold sector, it really is a volatile sector. It's either the best or the worst every day. It's the worst today, down 1.3%. And interest rate sensitive sectors a little nervous ahead of the US jobs number tonight. Infotech, REITs, utilities all down this morning. Financials down as well, not by a lot. And after a 2% rise in BHP and Rio in the US overnight, resources the only sector that's really looking a little bit better today. I'm beginning to have post-sale regret on LNAS. LNAS up 3.2% today. That's the long NASDAQ ETF we sold the other day. We sold it at 8.21. It's now 8.42. So it's above where we sold it, but not by a lot. And as I look at this NASDAQ chart, it really is going to have to kick off a new bout of momentum to get it into a new uptrend. Otherwise, most of the tech stocks still look like they've topped out, not regretting selling on the loss of momentum in LNAS. HNDQ, IHVV, and FANG. FANG, amazingly, despite that really good performance overnight from Google's only up 0.9% today. Lots of people asking, do we buy Santos? Do we buy Woodside? Which is the better stock to buy if this merger deal goes through? I would just say to you that until the oil price turns around, the oil price on a six-month low, it looks like one of the post-it notes for 2024 is going to be energy prices fall harder than expected, inflation falls harder than expected, interest rates cut earlier than expected. You don't, whilst the energy price, the oil price, the energy complex is going down, you don't stand in the way of the tide. And any merger is likely, of course, to be on a shares and shares basis. They or there may well be a better stock to be in out of Woodside and Santos, probably Santos. But if it's a shares deal and the oil price is still going down, you're going to lose money either way. So I wouldn't buy, maybe I would buy when the oil price turns, but until the oil price turns, you've got the tide running against you. And this merger talk is going to suck you into a complex that's sliding away at the moment. So I wouldn't really get involved at this point. In the technical section, which I did today, the lithium stocks 
fairly obviously after the last couple of days had a bunch of buy signals. You could choose any of them really, Liontown, Latin Resources, all came, all came up 2.7% today. Pilbara, which is the one we've bought in the ideas portfolio, up 2.8% today. And I think we're 5 or 6% up in one day, having bought that yesterday on the open. So the lithium bottom trade going okay for the moment. But I would treat it as a trade. I would not be thinking this is a investment that the fundamentals have suddenly improved. It's simply a sentiment bounce and it's likely to be short term and fickle. So watching that for the day we need to be selling again. But lithium doing okay today. There are also, by the way, technical signals on Staples, Coles and Woolworths, but I wouldn't bother trading those. They're too slow moving. And some of the NG stocks, although as I've just said, I'm not buying them yet, but some of the NG stocks seem to be bottoming a little bit. They have got them themselves oversold so fairly easy to create buy signals on them short-term buy signals but Woodside Santos AGL all oversold Dow Jones overbought at the moment Fortescue on a 60 sorry 52 week high there's a bit of a sell signal on CSL and Neuron Pharmaceuticals looking at the strategy portfolio today the strategy portfolio is looking pretty healthy. The REITs ETF now up 7.2% since the buy-in. Our NASDAQ ETF up 5.6%. The S&P 500 ETF up 5.3%. The ASX 200 ETF dragging its heels up 3.2%. No need to make any changes there at the moment. We're obviously waiting for the jobs number in the US tonight, which could move the bond market around and kick off a debate about when interest rates are going to be cut. At the moment, there's a 61% chance of US rates being cut by March. There are a number of strategists trying to get clicks by talking about Australian rates being cut earlier than expected, but the consensus is still that you're going to have to wait for the fourth quarter. But jobs numbers tonight, non-farm payrolls should be 180,000, up from 150,000. But at the moment, it's not so much the jobs number. If we get a weak jobs number, then the market will rally. So if that 180,000 is something like 120,000, we might see bond yields drop even further, the odds of rate cuts rising and the equity market going up. But more of the focus at the moment is on the average earnings number, which of course is an inflation indicator. What are, what are wage costs doing? And that will be out tonight as well as part of the non-farm payrolls number. Look out for that. In the ideas portfolio, as I said, we we bought Pilbara Minerals yesterday. I haven't added anything else today. We're now up 7% on CBA, 10% on Qantas, and Telstra is still dragging its heels down 1% since we bought it. Let me do a few stories before I move on to the long-term growth portfolio. Sky City cutting guidance. CBA predicting the Aussie dollar to sink below 60 cents next year. That completely conflicts with Citigroup, who were saying it was going to 76 cents. For the Aussie dollar to hit 60 cents, the US dollar is going to have to go up. So you'd expect a drop in the Aussie dollar on a strong US economy next year. So that's what the CBA is predicting. Lots of chatter about the Santos-Woodside merger and how it might run into C problems and how it is also an admission by Santos and Woodside that renewable energy is taking a lot longer than expected and that there is a pivot back to fossil fuels. 
And those two huge deals in the US are evidence of that. ExxonMobil bought shale company Pioneer for 60 billion. Chevron also bought Hess, an oil company, for 53 billion. And here you have a merger of Santos and Woodside. The recognition is that the global energy sector is getting back to fossil fuels and everyone's going long oil, gas, coal. In a positive for BHP and Rio, BHP is up half percent today, Rio up 0.6% against the trend. In a small positive for them, China's iron ore reserves are at the lowest level for this time of year since 2016. Iron ore stockpiles at Chinese ports are trending down. Goldman Sachs saying the RBA will cut earlier than expected. And that's about that. Right, the, or as we highlighted earlier this week, we are making some and have made some significant changes to the MT long-term growth portfolio. They are all on the portfolios tab and in my section today. The quick story is that we built this portfolio originally in 2008, having taken advice on our SMAs from asset consultants and their advice, and we emulated it with the Marcus Today newsletter portfolios, their advice was that we needed to concern ourselves with tracking error, which is how different our portfolio construction is compared to the benchmark. So the benchmark is the ASX 200 or the ASX 300 accumulation index. Take your pick. Doesn't really matter what the benchmark is, but the portfolios were built with the benchmark in mind. So we held a lot of stocks or bought a lot of stocks that are in the index and larger stocks in the index, even though they didn't fit the description of growth companies. So we have decided that this is because it's a hypothetical portfolio, it's a newsletter portfolio in a daily newsletter. It is of little value to you for us to be holding 35 stocks in a benchmark paranoid fashion because we have had more than a few emails from new members coming along to look at the growth portfolio to find that we've got 35 stocks and we're holding things like Woolworths and Coles, which are obviously not growth stocks. And it's because of the professional build which we did back in 2018. And that has lasted for too many years. We have decided instead that we are going to, after feedback, cull the stocks that are not naturally growth stocks and focus on fewer stocks. And rather than being benchmark paranoid, we are going to genuinely put together a group of stocks, call it a portfolio if you like, but put together a group of stocks that we consider to be growth stocks. When you talk about growth stocks, I could tell you about high return on equity, low payout ratios, growing industry, but we're going to redefine the growth portfolio to mean growing capital. And that might mean buying into fads. It might mean timing stocks. It doesn't mean buying forever although that is our preferred time frame if a share price keeps going up forever. But the idea is we're going to put together a collection of stocks that are going up, that are growth stocks, growing the share price, not just earnings. And that means more focus, less stocks, more interest and more activity. So let the games begin. All the changes that I've made or we've made to the long-term growth portfolio are in my section today and they're on the portfolios tab. As we've sold a bunch of stocks that are not what we consider to be appropriate for the growth portfolio at the moment, we have also upped the holdings in the existing or remaining stocks. A couple of little notes on 
stocks we've sold. We've bitten the bullet on the ASX, which is not exactly a, a growth stock and has performed terribly for us. Finally, we've bitten the bullet. There may come a time that we see the ASX share price going up and buy it again, but at the moment, got rid of it. And we've got rid of things like Coles, Challenger, ANZ, NAB, Westpac, Telstra, Transurban. We even got rid of Westpac, not Westpac, uh, Woodside and Santos. We had to do all this yesterday because there were so many trades involved. So we've missed the jump in Santos today. Our bad, doesn't matter. Uh, we've also sold Wes Farmers. You can see there's a list of big, boring stocks. They've got their place perhaps in income portfolios, but not really in growth portfolios. We've also sold Linus with a recognition that rare earths are not going up at the moment and we've sold mineral resources but kept pilbara minerals see if we can get a bit of a trade out of it but i'm not optimistic on lithium as a growth sector anymore we need the lithium price going up no doubt if the lithium price turns around and there's some improved macro backdrop for lithium we'll be back into them but not at the moment so selling mineral resources we have also on top of the sales we've also today written a buy hold sell on goodman group have a read of that and we've added goodman group to the growth portfolio it has been outperforming the ASX 200. That's what we're looking for. Have a read of the buy, hold, sell. And that's about that. So after we've upped the holdings, the weightings in the holdings that we already hold and sold a bunch of stocks, we've ended up with 91% invested and cash of 8%, 8 and a bit percent. And that's that all in my section today. There you go. We have been busy, busy, busy. Let's see what the jobs number does tonight as I leave you. ASX 200 just inching better, down 10 points. Dow futures down 7 points. NASDAQ futures down a touch as well. Best performing big cap is Santos up 6.7%, but Latin resources up 16%. And there you go. You have a good day. As I say, I am on my bike next week, but we'll be checking in with Oliver and Henry. If there's anything we need to do, we will be doing it. I'll be back tomorrow with the weekend email. You have a good day.